0: To episode two we made it through episode one we're now to episode two of our new aru musical theater podcast and this week we've got a title because we didn't have a title for the podcast last week but oh, we have yeah. this week because it took us a long time to think <laughs> of one but welcome to episode two of MT chairs at MT tables
1: i think it's fantastic it's <laughs> great sean Take a bow. Oh, thank you. Thank
0: (laughs) you. Thank you. Thank you. you. If you need a pun, uh, come to me. I was trying to think of a pun to make that work, but I couldn't. Uh, But here we go. So episode two. And we're going to talk about, we're going to do another quiz. Quiz was very popular last week. Uh, Who's hosting? You're hosting this week, aren't you? I
1: I am hosting this week. And I, um, well, I had a conversation with Sean and we decided that Ryan's not allowed to do the quiz. <laughs> oh, that's not Ryan, fair. Ryan's <laughs> quizzes are too hard. So this is the quiz of revenge. Oh, And, no. and I, I don't know about you, Sean, but I listened back to the podcast. How did, how did you get on I with still the, didn't know the answers. Yeah, and I, no, I knew them because I did it the first time around. Yeah, yeah, same, same. Was it Women on the Edge of a Nervous Breakdown? Yes,
2: such a good musical. Apparently so. Mm. It is, it's great. <laughs> so was just, in it. Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and she makes
0: everything great. <laughs> Uh, So we're going to do that. We're going to talk about my favourite things. Is my is going to be one of my shows uh, this week. I'm very excited about. But we start with a bit of news, and the news this week is we're going to announce. We're going to announce here right now. We are. the show that our second year is going to do we are. for their industry module project. This is where we give them an intensive, like, was it five weeks? Yep. Five weeks, Monday, Friday, nine to five, get in, do it, rehearse it, put on the show. Uh, we've got a professional director coming in, haven't we? To yes, do the it.
2: amazing Leon Treyman. Shout out to Leon. <laughs> Friend of the show, Leon. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, Ryan, so tell us, what are they going to be doing? Okay, okay. I feel like I need a drum roll, but we can't really, can we? Uh, I can
0: give you, I, the best I can do is this.
2: Okay. So the musical that we will be doing with our second years is called Bear, the pop opera. Ooh, it's a great show. It's an amazing show. It's really, really good. Yeah. So um, what's it about? Right. So thanks, Sean, for asking. So Bear, the musical, is um, a musical written by John Hartmere and Damon Intrabartolo. Oh, you're playing some music. Just a little bit under you because I think it would suit. It's great. Um, So it's about a group of high school seniors who are at a Catholic boarding school and struggle to come to terms with who they are and who the world thinks they should be. So the students put on a production of Romeo and Juliet in the show and we see the characters singing the language from the play from Romeo and Juliet, which is, I think, quite different. I don't think that's really been done before, apart from perhaps saying Kiss Me Kate, but that's small snippets um, and they do quite large songs here. Um, And... Yeah, so the score is basically a combination of pop meets pop rock with a little bit of folk in there. Um, it's like a combination of Spring Awakening meets rent a little bit. Another word, you just listen to me. Sometimes it seems- You don't have to say another word, just listen to me. Then God- gospel. (laughs) Uh, So uh, as you can hear, this is a song that one of the characters called Sister Chantel sings, who is an amazing character in the show. So there is an amalgamation of lots of different songs, lots of different styles in the musical. It's not just all rock, but I think it's contemporary. it's, It's really cool. It's edgy. It's got some dark themes in there. I think the students will really gel with it it's a great show.
0: So you and Leon decided on this. So what what made you choose this show rather than something else?
2: Yeah, so we chose this musical because the students did Cinderella last semester, which is by Roger Hammerstein. So we did the R&H version, which is quite traditional, lots of sort of legit singing. Um, and we wanted to give them a new challenge. So we chose something that musically and dramaturgically is quite challenging and dark, gives them a a new sort of challenge um, and and different skills to use uh, in the show. So that's why we chose it
0: very exciting yeah well enjoy very that excited. so they'll be straight in. they've done their auditions so they they'll, have, find out they their, have, yeah. they'll find out their uh, casting shortly we are right in the midst of our production are we adam and i are doing you're yeah, Ur- in town with our How's first that going? years well we just ran act one we just run all of act Brilliant. one this morning um and um i was i was pretty pleased adam how did you feel
1: yeah i was i was really happy you know it's, it's a big show it's fun let's have a listen to one of the bits. Yeah, it's, it's a super fun musical. It's um it's steeped in comedy. It's uh it steeped in irony as well, uh, and I think the the students are doing really well. It's it's exciting to to be in uh, a university in a department that we're having such a variety of of shows. You know, Cinderella, Urinetown, Bay are all together is and nine to five happening at the same time as well. It does a lot going on, a lot of different styles, and I think that is, you know, really reflective of. The, the industry just now, you know, there's so many styles going on, it's mental.
0: I know, and it's really important for our guys that they're able to just switch into whatever style they need to do, right? So by doing these shows, they'll get experience with all those different styles. And if they're called on to audition for something, then you've got material you can go to straight away. It kind of helps you build your rep folder.
1: Mm, absolutely. Which was an option for naming this podcast. <laughs> we <and> <laughs> but we didn't go for that. That was my idea. Okay, <laughs> anyway, so, yeah.
0: So lots of coming up um, and that will make, uh, I think it's the sort of the first full week in April when those two shows, Eurentown and Bear, will be on uh, over here in Cambridge. So it'll be a busy week for us, but it's great because it gives such a creative kind of vibrant atmosphere, doesn't it? To the course and to the university, it feels like lot's going on. People will try and get to see other people's shows, the dress rehearsals, yeah. all that kind of stuff. It'll be a really exciting time. It
1: will be. And I think on the podcast as well, we'll try and, and, uh, and keep you aware of that. Maybe we'll get some of the cast members in to talk about the shows and we'll put links to the tickets on the website, etc. And et on the ground on the gram on the gram it's all about the gram
0: even i have downloaded instagram now after <gasps> years of refusing to uh, so stand by for exciting whatever you post on instagram i haven't really looked at it yet
1: sean was <laughs> trying to do a reel earlier apparently apparently i mean i also don't know what's going on with it so i together we'll muddle through we'll muddle yeah. through
0: all right so that brings us to my favorite things which is me this week um, so this is a feature where we look at an entire show And it's called My Favourite Sings, because it might be, it's probably something you know every single word to, stick it on in the car uh, for those long drives, and you can sing along to the entire score, uh, which I can definitely do for this. So my show this week is Jesus Christ Superstar. So this show is one of my favourite shows. I'm going to explain why, okay? But a bit of background, first of all, this was written by Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice around 1970. I say around 1970, they recycled a couple of songs. Uh, from earlier things, so King Herod's song they actually wrote for Eurovision. It was going to be a Lulu no entry way. into Eurovision, uh, but they liked the melody, uh, so they stripped out the lyrics, obviously, and rewrote the lyrics, oh. and that became King Herod's song. So anyway, they couldn't get the show stage, so they made a, uh, an album instead, which was a thing back in the day. Concept, it? Yeah, concept album. I was a Was a concept album. Okay. Yeah. It? yeah, Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So they made that and then from there they got it staged as like a rock concert and then in 1971 it actually opened up on Broadway which I think is unusual for an Andrew Lloyd Webber show to start in the US and to start rather than over here. It's
1: because no one wants to produce it.
0: Well, yeah, Yeah. so no one wanted to do it. So it was nominated for five Tonys, but it didn't win any, any. but Andrew Lloyd Webber did pick up a Drama Desk Award for most promising composer. And here he is in 1971.
2: Really, it is an opera. It hasn't been staged yet, but it is going to be uh, in America in October. And I think that to some extent answers the question, because I've chosen styles that I think would particularly on stage be suited to the various characters. Mary Magdalene is always very lyrical, and as you say, slightly folky. Um, the King Herod song is this great ragtime thing, because that would be marvellous when it's um, d- done in the theatre. And as a great sort of sort of send-up thing, a fat man, you know, doing doing King Herod. And Judas, I've uh, chosen really to do a sort of heavy rock thing, because that gets over his to an extent, you know, his own personal kind of agony, if you see what I mean. Um, so um, by 1980,
0: right, the, sh- the show came to London and it closed in 1980. By that time, considering no one wanted to produce this thing, it had grossed $237 million Whoa. worldwide. Okay, so it did... It did Pretty, it did pretty well. Um, for that team, for Angela Weber and Tim Rice, this was um, a couple of years after their first show together, which was Joseph. Joseph, Can we was just an amazing theatrical. T- take a moment
1: to realize this is the second biblical musical. And they were like, that's a bit weird,
0: no? Yeah, so they did, they picked Joseph first. Well, they're good stories, right? Regardless yeah. of what you think about the belief system around them, they at least have some drama, some intentions. It's a good point. It's so you know, good point. so they, work as, they work as stories. And interestingly, what they then went on to write was Evita, which is not a biblical story, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it has that kind of religiosity to it, and she becomes very much um, a kind of Madonna-like figure. Um, so, they, I don't know, maybe they were attracted to that kind of stuff.
1: Is religiosity a word? Yeah. I love it. (laughs) I'm going to use it all the time.
0: (laughs) So this is just, this is the start of like Andrew Lloyd Webber's golden age, which we, I think we kind of alluded to last week. This is after, so he writes Jesus Christ Superstar, then Evita, then you get Cats, then you get Starlight, then you get Phantom in the 80s, you get Aspects of Love, Sunset Boulevard, all that kind of stuff. Tim Rice would go on to write the lyrics for Chess with Benny and Bjorn from Mm. ABBA. He also wrote, of course, the lyrics for The Lion King. I just want to talk about the phenom- phenomenon that is the Lion King, Please right? Do. The Lion King is the top box office um, thing of like either stage or film ever. What, what do you mean? As in, so the, clo- the the film that's made the most money, that like gross, hmm. is still Avatar, okay? And it and it took around two billion dollars, about two point eight billion dollars, somewhere around that. Avengers: Endgame, Titanic, they mm, all took mm. around the two billion dollar mark. As of 2017, so as of five years ago, The Lion King had taken $8 billion. What? Wow. wow. So it's just massive.
1: I think it's because of the stage show and everything else.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The st- just the stage show, not the Disney film, just oh. the stage show. <gasps> just the stage show in productions around the world. As a box office taker, The Lion King is bigger than any film or theater event ever.
1: Oh my goodness, Mm. that's mental, wow.
0: So uh, I'm sure Tim Rice was pretty happy to be involved.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. So,
0: Jesus Christ Superstar, I first saw this show back in 1996 uh, when they brought it back to London's West End, when they brought it to Lyceum Theater. Which is where Lion King is now. Mm. Um, it was a more traditional production than when it first opened. When it first opened, it was quite modern dress in the seventies, and that caused a lot of controversy. And there were protests about it because of the relationship between Mary Magdalene and Jesus, and people got very mm. upset about it. Which I think we kind of forget now. Um, but the, the reason the reason that I love it is because of the drama of it. I think essentially. I mean, I think Stephen Sondheim said, "Look, your musical lives and dies by the book." Okay. And in this, you've got four people who just don't know what to do for the best, for their for their interests and the interests of the people they represent. You've got Jesus, you've got Judas, you've got Caiaphas, and you've got Pilate. Okay. So Jesus is leading this new movement. But it's leading him to a place where he doesn't want to go. He thinks he's being taken to his death and he has to sacrifice himself. He's not sure how to deal with that. He has Gethsemane where he has this you know, big talk with the man upstairs. Um, <laughs> and whereas you've got Judas who's terrified about where the movement is going. And in fact, in his opening number, you hear him voice all these doubts about what would have been better for Jesus and their movement.
2: son should have stayed a greater Like his father carving he have made good Tables, chairs and open chests would have suited Jesus best harm, no one to
0: and then you've got uh, you've got people like Caiaphas who's a high priest who's trying to maintain good relations with Rome which is the occupying force and he's trying to allow uh, his Jewish people and their faith to continue and you've got Pilate who's the Roman governor of, of Judea and he's just trying to keep the peace so it's this huge political personal uh, drama and there isn't there isn't really a bad guy. And that's kind of what got them into trouble because the portrait of Judas is so sympathetic. Um, You've got all these people who are just trying to figure out what to do for the best and they disagree and they come into conflict over it. And that's what makes it really exciting. Add into that, you've also got Mary Magdalene, the first time that this woman is portrayed really sympathetically as very loving of Jesus, but even she doesn't really know how to deal with it.
2: Should I speak of love?
0: So throughout the show, you get this. This it's like the last seven days of Jesus's life, and you get to see all this conflict uh, unravel and see how they come into contact with each other and what they do. and And Jesus gets is portrayed very angrily at times when he's turning over the uh, the the moneylenders' stuff in the temple and all the traders in the temple. And he eventually accepts his fate. Um, but some of the most memorable stuff is are his confrontations with Judas which happen a lot over the show and they come to a head in the garden of Gethsemane So there we are. That's the the, kind of the climax of their of their relationship, just with Judas, um, just before he betrays him. so, there, so that's why I'm really attracted to it because I think it's a great drama. And I think in recent years it's been done a lot as a concert. It's been done, they've played much more on the rock theme of it. Yeah. You know, they've put people in vests and microphones and yeah, made I it all very industrial. Okay.
1: That was the arena. Yeah. Yeah. yeah was, so it's yeah. been
0: done like this, done like an arena tour and things like that. And I, I, I worry that that's losing some of the actual drama of it. And mm. maybe this is me talking as more of a director than as, as an MD, but that for me is the heart of it and why it's so great, because it tells a really great story.
1: What's interesting, I think, about Jesus Christ Superstar now is it's lost that controversy. It's, mm. it's, it's now accepted. I was actually looking at the, the 70s film was shown to the Pope at the time, Pope, um, Pope VI, and he loved it. He was like, this is going to bring lots of people to Christianity. It's totally lost that um, controversy around it. And that's that's really interesting. I think when it comes to film, that's what happens. It becomes more ubiquitous.
2: Mm. I, I, I'm surprised that it's your favourite sing, your favourite show, because it is very... I mean, we know you to be sort of the legit king, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm really surprised, because it is quite... Well, it is rock, isn't it? Really. It's really rocky. It's really
0: rocky. But it is also really operatic as well. Yes. I mean, we just heard there, that little clip of Jesus doing his get out you know that big falsetto moment there are there's lots of stuff in there like that as well so i think in terms of uh you know it's good if you want to take some songs from it as a performer Mm. you've got heaven on their minds which is a big tenor audition number gethsemane is not an audition number because it's about three years long and does loads of different things but it's great in concert if you can pull it out in concert it's an amazing thing Pilot's Dream is good if you're a young baritone and you want something slightly simpler, but it's got a lot of acting to it. That's worth having a look at. Of course, for female performers, I Don't Know How to Love Him is beautiful. Um, You can show quite a lot of uh, emotional range in it um, and it mixes to a nice place as well. And if you want a really good character number, then Herod's song is really Mm. fun. Yeah, mm. really fun.
1: Speaking of Herod, I'll just um, maybe finish off this section with a little story, which, okay. which I, I found on on the interweb, um, which was Richard O'Brien, yes, Richard O'Brien of Crystal Maze and Rocky Horror, of Crystal Maze and Rocky Horror. So he was contracted for three months to take to be in the chorus of Superstar uh, in town, and then take over the role of Herod. Right, so this was the thing, and then he um, he he turned up, and his Herod was like an Elvis Elvis style, uh, and they were not into it. The it that be, we were not into it. And when Push comes to stuff, quote, and um, they decided they didn't want to give me give me Herod, and they gave me three hundred quid and let me go. <laughs> Continuing the quote, I went home and started writing Rocky on my guitar. I was pissed off because they had the nerve to call Superstar a rock opera. There are some nice songs in there, but rock and roll it isn't. So there we are. Wow. It gave birth. To Rocky Horror Picture Show.
0: Wow. So if we yeah, if we hadn't have had that rejection, yeah. we never would have got Sweet Transvestite from exactly. Transsexual Transylvania. Great. Yeah. Well, there maybe we go. that's
1: the great mashup we all wanted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there, So that is why Jesus Christ Superstar, one of my favorite things. I think it's great. I think it's brilliant dramatically, um, and uh, also just so fun, Caiaphas is like one of the only bass roles in musical theatre. Oh, yeah. it's, it's brilliant and um i'm not really a bass, but if anyone wants me to sing that role i'll give it a go because <laughs> ah! i definitely can't sing jesus or judas but i give Caiaphas as a go.
1: nice so i think we should move on to the quiz let's do the, the quiz. main event the main event <laughs> so i'm in charge of the quiz this week and i thought i would carry on the theme that you have started sean which is of the movie Musical. Oh okay. no! Oh no! So all of these, um, all these songs are from movie musicals. So I'm gonna be terrible at this. <laughs> no, 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 no! It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. So um, for for the listeners at home, Sean, can I hear your buzzer? Me. Oh, changing it up. Mm. Okay. And Ryan. Me. Oh, it's a questioning. You're always questioning <laughs> your answers. Okay, those at home, please play along. See if you can beat our um, our esteemed panelists. <laughs> We start off with this fabulous song. Listen, Roger, did you get a me, chance yet to oh,
2: read?
0: It's producers. Correct. Oh,
2: it's Nathan Lane. Quick. It's Nathan Lane, isn't it? Um, that yeah, was. it is Nathan
0: Lane. And he's about to talk to Roger Debris, but I don't know what the song is. Keep it K. Ah. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, Which is a tune for something else, right? That's definitely
0: a <laughs> classical tune.
1: I'm sure, they all are. Here we go, question two. Me! Ah. We got sunlight! It's Ryan.
2: What ain't we got? We ain't got.
1: Me, me, no. me, me. Oh, I'm gonna no. move over to Sean because you were so close, but the answer was. South Pacific, Pacific. South Pacific me. nothing Pacific. like a dame, right? Pacific. Well done, nothing like a dame. I would. Th- well, you sang some of the lyrics, yes, <laughs> but you didn't get the title of the show, which is what the game is. Oh,
2: man. Okay,
1: okay, you ready? Yep.
2: I must win. Me! <laughs> Agony.
0: From oh, Into the yes, Woods. Into the words, Well, well done. done,
1: Ryan. <gasps> Chris one. Pine is excellent in that version he of Agony. Really he is. is so much fun. I adore it. He is. Okay. You ready? Question four. And I me.
2: Oh. Me.
1: Me. Yes, did you. Correct. See, I made it easier this week. <laughs> 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 Throwing shade at me. <laughs> Maybe too easy. Okay. <sighs> Question five.
0: That's not what I was expecting to happen.
1: What an introduction! It's like an Earth, Wind and Fire song.
0: Me. I'm gonna have a shot in the dark and say hairspray.
1: And you would be correct oh, if yes. I continued just five more seconds.
2: Hey, I can't see
1: people me and only see- so yeah, that's Run and Tell That. Ah. Run and Tell That from Hairspray. Oh. Great. song. okay. So I think it is 3-2 to Ryan. Excuse me.
0: It's like not th- it's 3-2 to me.
2: Yeah, yes. Yes, right. it is. You're it right. is. It I should is. probably
1: take a note of this. Okay, from one, one extreme to the other. <laughs> three, two, to Sean. Here we go. Question oh. six. You are prosperity. To good oh, health. Oh, me, me. No. Fitter on the roof. Correct. Oh. The heim to, to life. life. To life. Yeah. Sang by Topol. And Don't know. Reb laser who I played in a school production of Little <laughs> 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 That's the info you all want. Was that
0: an all Scottish fiddler on the roof? Of course, it was. Amazing.
1: <laughs> okay, here we go.
0: Me, my fair lady. Correct. I have often oh, on the street where you live.
1: That was fantastic. Oh, I've like, lost, like, haven't I? I've I mean, lost now. You have, but we'll keep going for fun. I can't believe this. It's sad.
2: It's a sad day. I hate movie musical. Vamos! <laughs> <laughs> <But laughs> sounds like me on a Saturday night. <laughs> have that one please
1: can i <laughs> I think we could all agree that Sean said me first but Ryan what is the answer it's one word isn't it oh no is it not It's not conga oh well, it's not the show
2: oh the show is it that is that what the song is no oh sh-
0: is it is it's it's sorry it's mambo
2: isn't it mambo oh, mambo. <laughs> mambo oh no
0: and Sean from what show <laughs> From West Side Story. Really? Thank you very Thank
2: you. much. I did say West Side Story afterwards. It's the
0: conga. Like, famous <laughs> moment in the gym where they form a conga line.
2: <laughs> they do, don't they? <laughs> they do. do? They? The I'm the sure they do. This is why you don't direct. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. One jet, one shark. One jet, one shark. No, Having a lovely no, time. No, let me let me regain my. Come on let and me. Do the conga. I have seen this song done on stage, where they. Oh, no, it Ryan. wasn't this song. It wasn't the
1: song. If. No, <laughs> Forget me. <laughs> I really want to swear <laughs> at that. <laughs> I also love how you Good. justified it by saying, Well, I saw a really bad production when they did that. I didn't say bad. I didn't say bad. <laughs> I think the subtext was there. <laughs> okay, we move on. Okay. Second, second last question. I was feeling done in.
0: Me? That's Rocky Horror, isn't it? It is
1: indeed. Touch me. Or as it's actually called, Touch her, Touch Touch me. Oh. So there we are. Okay, I finish on what I think would be a hard one, but what I think for the listeners, might be an easy one. Oh. <gasps> Controversial. Me. Tick, tick, boom. Oh my goodness, I'm impressed. I thought you hadn't seen it yet. I know Tick, Tick, Boom, the musical. <laughs> I haven't seen the film, but...
2: <laughs> well, you got it, you got it, you won.
1: <laughs> no, you didn't.
2: No, I man. didn't. <laughs> no. Oh, does oh, the last question no, equal like no. five points? No. <laughs> No, 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 it doesn't.
1: It, it doesn't equals mean. clasping at straws. <laughs> oh, such straws. Uh, well, there we are. That is the quiz for another week. Next week, who's doing the quiz? Oh, it's me.
0: It's will oh, be my initial, my first quiz. no, that is interesting. Uh, I think I might do a bonus question. There, be a, there might be a bonus of some sort uh next week how exciting something to look forward to my quiz
2: <laughs> always please don't make it movie musicals <laughs> it won't be movie musicals
0: <laughs> i promise
1: i realize. just for full disclosure i was going to ask you all 10 questions and then add a bonus what's the link but i shot myself in the foot by saying this is the name I was going to get to cut it, but I, I just would lose all the dramatics.
0: <laughs> Note to self, don't give away the answer to the bonus question.
1: My bad.
0: <laughs> well, that is it then for another week from Empty Chairs and Empty Tables. We shall see you all next week. We'll have another My Favourite Sings. We've got a very interesting talking point to discuss next week. Tune in if you want to know more about audition songs and what's been popular this season. But, but for now, from me, from Ryan, from Adam, Goodbye.
2: Goodbye. goodbye.